Hello and welcome to episode 57 of Three Beers in a Movie. I am Richard Laird and I'm with Harvey Neal and Colin And we're once again at Raven um, to discuss all the movies we've seen this week. All the movies. So this is the Hines episode? Yeah. 57? Yeah. Is that the beer they were made? No, they have 57 varieties. Uh, they, actually have like, they actually have like 400 varieties. 57 sounds good, yeah. This is way off. We're getting detailed already. Literally, we're literally <laughs> 38 seconds and we're getting detailed already. So you must have at one point been like Heinz. One, one variety. <laughs> <laughs> See for all the fancy flavours, the way they're spicing up beans. I'm not, I like the whole I'm part of the group that still walks in and just goes original. That, I, 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 I don't think anyone goes for the other ones. I, everyone just goes original. Just be beans. Yeah, that's all you need. I'll tell you something. See every other brand. Not as good. Never good. Yeah, always hinges. It's the only thing you don't scrimp on. You don't mind buying the slightly like, cheaper frosties, maybe the slightly like, cheaper anything else, but you do not scrimp when it comes to your baked beans. Don't get the start of that. Yeah, you can do it. Yeah. Anyway, we're once again, we are once again at the Raven um, in, Glasgow. in Glasgow on Renfield Street in a very sunny Glasgow today. Crossing Cassidy Downs. Cassidy, if you're looking for us, um, at the window. We, we can wave to you if you walk by. Um, <laughs> And Colin's not drinking again because he's on his tea total time. And Barry is driving and working because so he's not drinking either. Yes. Which is left to me to hold the fold when it comes to the drinking part of it. I was drinking First World Problems from Stuart, which is my favourite, which is lovely and very nice. But I'm now on the one me and Barry really like, which is the Einstock from Alder, which is the Icelandic beer. Is it good? Yes, it's genuine Icelandic beer. It tastes kind of like Blue Moon. But with more coriander. Keep talking. I'm gonna give you a little synopsis. Oh, yeah. It's texting me from the website. Of Icelandic beer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Barry, did you, were you were you emailing at the Icelandic Beer Corporation or something? No, but that's was texting me. Okay. Uh, Who was texting you? Uh, Al Richard. Okay, you a beer fanatic? Yes, because I told him about it. I was like, this is refreshing. Uh-huh. And then he texts me back with pretty much copy and pasted from the website. Like a press release, basically. He's you back. Okay, so what does the press release say? Einstock is located just 60 miles south of the Arctic Circle in the fishing port of. Aye. Iceland's area. There the water flows from rain and prehistoric glaciers down. Right, the water flows from all rain. Like, that's, yeah, not, that's not new, that's different. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah can't pronounce that mountain. And through ancient lava fields, delivering the purest water on up and perfect foundation for brewing deliciously fresh calf ales. Stick that, Mulvey. I know, I mean, I'm not going to go quite as far as conscious that, but it is nice beer. Yeah. It's lovely beer, so yeah, yeah so we're okay with it. Um, <laughs> Sorry to all the Icelandic listeners. No, we're all for all the Icelandic people. We love the Icelandic people. They do that weird cool hand clappy thing at the World Cup, which I'm a big fan of. And they also eat from the shark. Yeah. They eat either like rotten shark, isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah. basically rotten shark, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're tough people. Yeah. <laughs> they know what they're doing. Um, so, we'll start with some non cinema viewing. Now, Colin set us a challenge to watch a film that he watched about a month ago. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, called The Similars. Yep. Which is a Mexican horror film um, on Netflix. Um, I watched it. Did you watch it? Yes, last you did night. Watch it? I waited to get loaded for us. Colin's tastes are at times off point. It's an acquired taste. It's acquired taste. But it's, this film, it's like, it's, the, it's like the dark of a cinema. It's not even the dark. Sometimes it's just the really nasty shit of cinema. To be honest, yeah, he has really bad taste in terms of some films. Sometimes, yeah. But I'm going to give him this one. The similar is actually a genuinely very good film. 
Yeah. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I, I did want it eventually. It took me a minute or two to get into it because it was kind of strange black and white, but a sprinkling of light colouring going it's on. More, it's more, it's, 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 it's muted, it's muted colour, the muted yeah. colour right now. I was watching it on my phone, so yeah. apologies. You, that is not the way you watch this film. <laughs> when you're in a truck, that's all you've got. Yeah. Yeah. It feels 50s. Yeah. It feels like Twilight Zone. Yeah. Yeah. It's going with Twilight Zone vibe, and pretty much it feels like about four Twilight Zone episodes in one. Yeah. It, does, it feels like that. And it even has a voiceover, it even has, like, yeah. you're almost expecting like an outer limits type thing, like we control the vertical, we control the horizontal. Yeah. You're almost expecting a Rod Sterling to start talking. Smooth, really good. I, Recently, yeah, it's, it's, it's a proper like sort of old school vibe. It feels very, very fifties when they're doing it. Honestly, you could stick that on a stage. That's yeah. it. I love that whole thing where like it was one giant room. Essentially, it's set maybe two rooms, isn't it? It's pretty much set in the bathroom and in the the foyer waiting room. That's pretty much all it's set in. And it's just the way the kind of actors and actresses kind of came into shot and like in the way they filmed it. Honestly, at some point I was like, this feels like a stage. No, you're absolutely, I didn't even think of that, but you're absolutely right. It, does, yeah. it could be a totally could be a play. Yeah. Um, and it's also very disconcerting at times when you see people who shouldn't look like people look like people. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's very funny, but also quite creepy as well. It was it was when the crazy lady in the corner became uh, the fella. Aye. I was a bit like, yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. We're going in a direction here, we're going somewhere with this. I didn't know this um, really happened, but yeah, okay. But not, I, I, Fuzzy Colin, I thought it was a very genuine, decent watch. I would give it a solid 8 out of 10. Yeah. I'm going 7. Yeah. Very good horror. It's on Netflix called The Similars. Mexican Horror. It is subtitled, but don't let it put you off. It's no, very good watch, you've got. It's easy subtitle reading. I'm not mad for subtitle movies, yeah. but even I found it was easy to keep up with. A lot of it is very visual. Yeah. The yeah. dialogue is like slow. It's yeah. not like this person, this person, right. yeah. he's talking, she's talking, yeah. he's talking, she's talking. It's, it's quite creepy, there's a lot of comedy in it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a good solo, a good, it's almost, it is a good, I think I watched it on a Friday night, like a late night Friday night, yeah. a good late night Friday night watch. Yeah. 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 Like after pub watch almost. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, come in after a few drinks. And watch that, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll stay with you. Um, that, I watched that at home, did you watch anything at home, Barry? Anything of interest you watched at home? No, that was it. That was it? Yep. No, no, no just because it's in that. Because the only thing I've ever watched other than similars was I watched uh, the last two seasons of a TV show called Last Man on Earth. Okay. Right. Oh, okay. How, Which, how is that? It's very funny. Is it? I find it exceptionally funny. This is an Amazon site. Like, well, no, it's on Amazon, but it wasn't yeah. Amazon original. It was on oh, okay. FX, I think, at one point. Okay. So I'm not really sure. I think, I, I think FX. Um, but the last two seasons are on uh, Last Man on Earth. Unfortunately, one of those shows that got cancelled in its fourth season, so it ends on a cliffhanger. And you're like, oh, I wish it ended. They'd have a chance to sort of resolve it. Yeah, yeah. But it's basically about a guy who's, who's um, the last man on Earth. And he's the survivor that most of humanity, over the course of four seasons, he meets random people who have survived it as well, and just everything that exists in this world. But it is exceptionally funny at times. It may, it'll throw a lot of jokes at you for the whole show. Like for a 21 minute show, it'll throw, you know, a, a, like four jokes a minute at you. Not everyone sticks, you know, not everyone's a perfect joke, but when they do hit, they are very funny. Yeah, yes, it? Will Forty? Oh, right, yeah, 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 um, yeah. That one you seen about uh, the National Hunting? Yes, yeah, um, right. he's also uh, also in it as um, Mary Steenburgen. Right. Okay. Yes, yeah. yeah. The, milk of, the milk of choice. Yeah. <laughs> um, we also have, we also have um, also in it, January Jones. Okay. She's done up in it. And also, basically, they do a really funny thing where they bring in all of his famous friends for like one episode right. or even for like, like one of them you only get like half a line like this is the yeah like one guy like the, like at one point in one of the seasons um, there's two guys walk in they take off helmets and it's um, like one random actor and John Hamm 
and they've got the shoot, they just fire at random to kill John Ham. It's like, well, if you're gonna kill somebody, <laughs> why kill John Ham? You know, like, but he's like, for like, like half a scene, he's like, well, well, damn it, yeah, we kill, he's gone. They do have a lot. It's really fun, really clever, um, really inventive, and um, there's a lot of stuff about, but it's in a very simple premise because I think most of the first season, I think the first. I don't know if it's all the first season or maybe the first half of the first season. It is literally only him yeah. on screen, and you see him living like how a man would live if he's left by his own devices, which you can imagine what a man will do at that yeah. point. You know, yeah. sexy. So just <laughs> Essentially, you're not far wrong at that point. Yeah, it has. It's been something that's always been the, like the forefront of my Amazon page. Yeah, yeah. It's always recommended. Definitely. If it's only four seasons, yeah. 21 minutes an episode, yeah. so it's a perfect. You can watch it at a season a day. Or you can like sort of if you're looking just for something to watch before bed, how good. Very funny. Eighteen. So it's a shame we didn't get a, a final season to finish it off and like sort of close it off. But what you do get the four season, it's definitely funny stuff. It's very funny stuff. Yeah. So how about that one? And then we'll go into cinema viewings. It turns out I did watch two things on Netflix. What did you watch? <laughs> the problem is I, one of them is a movie we're talking about. Okay, later. So we'll talk about that one. The other movie is I don't know. I can't remember it. I genuinely don't know. What was the general plot of it? I don't know. Can't remember. <laughs> I was going through, I was going through my texts and I was like, I know I've I know I've spoke to Richard about this. I'm like, pretty nice, pretty nice. And then I'm like, spoke about the one we're talking about later. Yep. And then I'm like, yep, never got the other. <laughs> We'll look at it, we'll it later. Um, <laughs> Whatever it was, it must have been good. made an impression on you, yeah. Um, so we're going to talk about instead the cinema viewings this week. There's been quite a decent chunk of stuff out this week, yeah, which is nice. Things, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Two big releases, and probably, unfortunately, the biggest release of the cinema this week. Is it? Yeah. It probably is. It's probably, doing bigger than, it's probably a bigger release than the Mission Impossible. Well, I went to see Mission Impossible at um, 3.5. Right. And it was 6 people on it. Okay. I went to see Mamma Mia at 7 o'clock and it was free. Yeah. So, the film we're talking about is, of course, Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. Here We Go Again. Um, directed, yeah, directed by Al Parker. He directed a film called Now, New is Good and Imagine Me and You, which is actually quite a funny comedy. It's about a girl who's getting married. And when she gets married, she falls in love with another girl who's like threatened to fight a lesbian affair, but also love her husband. You know, sexy, you know, stuff. Um, so the plot of this film is it's set ten years after the original Mamma Mia. Yeah, yeah. So it's set. It's, it's sort of a prequel and a sequel. So it's basically like the Godfather two of the Mamma Mia world. <laughs> <laughs> So you get to see how ben- yeah. So the big point in the first film was that the girl tried to figure out who her dad is. Okay. So she's trying to figure out who her dad is. Um, she doesn't find out, so she's the basically got three dads, played by Piers Brosnan, Stellan Starsgard and Colin Firth. And this film shows you sort of like how Meryl Streep character comes to meet all them and hook up with them. But also this Yeah, but then at the same time you're obviously seeing Meryl Streep's daughter, played by Amanda Seyfried is reopening the hotel that Meryl Street once owned and trying to bring everyone to the hotel and make it a work of the business. Yeah. In between that, you also have singing and dancing with um, Mama Andy, uh, Andy Garcia and ABBA uh, films. So, yeah. in the film, it, Amanda Secret plays the, um, the, the kind of title role. Amanda Secret suits me. She plays the eyes. I really just can't handle it. I'm yeah. getting nervous watching it. Yeah. You've also got Piers Brosnan. We do love Piers Brosnan. You've also got Lily James, who I'm beginning to really enjoy as an actress. I think she's yeah. a great wee actress. Yeah. I, I say that really constantly. She's also a really good actress. Um, Colin Firth. Yeah. You've all's got good. all's good. Cher. Uh, <laughs> my name is 
just chopped at my reaction to shit. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. You might turn back time, do you, sir? I'm not sure. At that point, I was like, my God, I'm not sure. It's like, what's he got? Andy Garcia? This is quite a revelation here. Like, last week we had me, and now this week we've got Colin. Love Cher. I'm going to reveal something. Yeah. Um, Andy Garcia also popped up in it as well, looking most definitely the, the Dilf of choice, I suppose. Yeah. Like, don't you think Bob um, and Jelly stole the movie? Who? Yeah. Bob and Jelly. I did, he was in it for a very small cameo. And wow. Yeah. So, is that with Colin? What do you think about Colin? I really enjoyed it. Oh, for what? I've not seen the first one. I went to watch it and I couldn't get it. But do you know what? It's like, it's the most inoffensive cinema. It is insanely inoffensive, yes, I agree. The plot doesn't matter. No, it doesn't, no. I could write the plot. I think The Little Girl is the first movie. It's one of these genuine movies where the actors are having a lot of fun. Yes. You can see that in this. I think some of it looks a bit forced, but you can see that. There's a genuine. There's they, a genuine. Just wasn't. Everything is in. They're having. Everyone. Everyone on screen is having a very fun time. Yeah. He's enjoying this year. And it comes across and it's just a few good movie, but it's just the plot. It's a real fucking plot, Jimmy. It's like she's from a party as a plot. That's it. Yeah. That's a plot right now. And just everyone's having fun and everyone knows the songs and it's just, that's it. And it's just came out and I was like, smiling like, I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did a good time watching it. Are you going to go back and watch the first one now? I actually would, yeah, because I want to see if it is as fun as it was as it is. Because I mean, see, if they look like they'll have that much from making that, then I couldn't see. I mean, they must have had an amazing thing for the first one. Billy um, James agreed um, really good. I'm going to say this film is not aimed at me, right? I'm going to make up. I just I hate Alba with an absolute passion. I think Alba is absolutely yeah, awful. Yeah. Um, I, I hated it, but I will say this, we were in a pretty busy cinema, the rest of the audience was having an absolute whale of a time, they loved it, so I realise that I am not the part of the them that. Um, I would love to get the CCTV footage of that scene, <laughs> 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 I like it, and then Richard just sitting there going, angry. I took my own, she, she's a huge fan of the first one, she's really enjoyed this as well, but what she pointed out, um, and, and I kind of think where it was right, the audience we remember, no one really laughed. Lorraine was laughing quite a lot of the jokes and right. chuckled at a few, but no one else did. And it, it was funny at times. I mean, I got the jokes were there. Yeah, yeah. It was just like either people didn't understand them or oh. they didn't know how to. It does seem the kind of yeah. film that you want to watch, maybe as a, if, a, if a group of girls are watching it with like maybe a hen night almost, or like, yeah. or like a girls' night oh, out. Yeah, yeah. So maybe a Thursday night or a Wednesday night, sorry, it's not the time for that. It's something we watch on a Friday night yeah. when you're having a few drinks and you're in good spirit, you can actually sort of find everything really funny. Maybe Stone Cold Sober, it's not quite as engaging. Well, they are jokes there, but maybe when you're drunk, they're quite similar. Yeah, yeah. just seem to. I don't know if they just. I don't know. Maybe it was just the crowd that was in there. Possibly, yeah. But it was also that my crowd was like, I would say, 98% female. I mean, the crowd I was in was 99% female, and only only non female was myself. I think we were three guys in the whole one I was in. Proper, you know, Jesus, I'm the minority. I'm the minority. I'm around Holy Land right now. Um, I thought it was, I honestly thought it was pretty poor, but again, I'm not a fan of ABBA. I thought, it, just, it was just a, a by-the-numbers jukebox musical. Um, they had little creativity compared to the first one, and the first one didn't have much creativity in it anyway. This one is even, I'm like, it's just, it's just the same shit getting 
rehash again, and I kind of really, I'm just kind of dulled by it. I mean, the biggest drama in it is just the wind blowing over a fire. Yes, yeah, that is pretty much it. Yeah, that's how trippy it is, and you know, it's proper first world problems. Yeah, here, but it's just, it's just delightful. Well, obviously, everyone seems to have fun, like you said. I do really like Lily James as an actress. I think she's a really cracking actress. She's awesome in Baby Driver. This is the, maybe the weakest point in that film because of the way she's given the dialogue. Yeah. But everything else about her, she's very good in this film and she's very good in everything she does. She so can sing. She can well. sing as well. She has got a lot of... Dominic Cooper can sing. She can. Dominic Cooper's a bit dodgy. <laughs> Look at this thing, the, the Limited Brosnan singing as well. He cannot sing at all. How much fun do we have to sing? He's got a lot of fun to sing. Um, so I would say it's really not aimed at myself, but people who like it will like it. Yeah. yeah. People who are into it will love it. What do you think? How many out of ten would you give it? I give it an eight out of ten. Eight out of ten, you're a madman. Fun. Um, fun. Fair enough. Again, if you are a fan of this film, yeah. a fan of Mamma Mia, you will give it an eight out of ten absolutely instantly straight away. I'm not a fan of it, so I give it four out of ten. No, we're okay. Have you seen the first one? No. And luckily enough, I got a free pass for this movie. Oh, you don't want to see it? Nope. My good lady's away to see it tonight with our pals. Shameful. You took your seat. You probably went to see the next one, and you didn't go and see it and see Mamma Mia with it. I've never had to sell it out. Yeah. Yeah, we both went and seen this thing. Yeah. Shame on you. Shame on you. Shame. 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 You ain't shaming me. Yeah. I'm in the camp with Richard. If I win, it's a movie 100% not aimed at me at all. And I think. As much as you're saying it's a good laugh and you see the vibes coming from all the characters on screen, I still be sitting there going, I'm not fucking good. Yeah. Like, I'm going to try and go to the toilet and sneak into another movie just so I don't have to sit through this. Kill that audience so they won't ever see this movie potentially. <laughs> if that's what it takes. I'm giving it a four, dude. And it had share and share just blew my mind. Do, do you know what, it's, it's a shame because um, shares are just a goddess. I haven't seen a goddess, but their face is wholesome. Well, do you know what, I've walked out going, if share had worked on like Sherry, the bits have got a lot younger than you. You know, like, look at it. She has, I mean, her mouth moves and that's it. Yeah. But she can still, that voice is still. Still got a voice. Yeah. Like I said, as a film, you'll probably agree, it is, the audience who it's aimed at will adore it. Yeah. People who are not aimed at, they're not going to like it at all. I don't think anyone could ever find offence. So you may not like it. There's no offence to it. I'm not just saying was dulled by it yeah. and it's just not aimed at me. I, mean, I, 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 like, I like, I do want people like Sunshine and Leaf, I, I have people who will hate that, but I like, I like the song, I like the way the story's told. I don't like ABBA, so if I don't like ABBA, half the battle is like, I don't yeah, give a shit about ABBA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four out of ten from me, eight out of ten from you. Seven from Joe. Seven from Joe. I feel like this is going to be Colin's top ten. I mean, it's high up there already, eight out of ten is in Colin's top movie of the year so far. It's not the top ten. Okay. That's the Christie Strangler. Nothing compares. Nothing. So, second film of the week was a film called Hotel Artemis, directed by Drew Pierce. You know who he is? Guy Pierce is No, he is first film directing in this film, but he is the writer of Rogue Nation, Mission Impossible, and also the co-writer of Iron Man 3. Okay. Iron Man 3, the best Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Is it? Yes. Is it awesome? So the plot of this, we've got, we've The plot of this film is, there's a hotel, it's set in the near future, there's a ride going on in LA, there's a hotel like, that basically takes in criminals who get injured on the job, Who's coming in on the job, they go to this hotel, well in the hotel, all of the shit kick off, I'm, I'm out, those are in the hotel, they're supposed to not kill each other, also obviously for a reason to start killing each other, and it's really kind of evolved from there, and there's a sort of a, and then a mother and intrigue, and there's people trying to get into a hotel who shouldn't get into it, and things like that, okay? Um, I want to just take a moment to say, 
even though Jodie Foster is looking old, I really appreciate actors and actresses. She's made up like old dude. Yeah. yeah. She's, like, she's not really that old. But I know, but I like I appreciate like actors and actresses that don't get a lot of work done and then actually just age naturally. Yeah. It, it makes it a lot more believable. I agree, yeah, absolutely, yeah. When you've got like people like Cher and other actresses <laughs> yeah. and actors. Yeah. Yeah. Don't make comment about Cher to him. Yeah. Um, so you've got Jodie Foster you've got Sterling K. Brown in it as well. You've got Jeff Goldblum in it as well. Um, Jenny Slate, who I'm a big fan of. Um, Sophie Boutella as well. And Dave Batista. Yes. Sophie Patel, right. They're forcing this girl to be a star. They are. Do you know what? She's the Jason Momoa of movies. Kinda, she yeah, she, she is. She, no, she, she can. She looks bad as she's kicking yeah. ass, but yeah. that's about it, yeah. yeah. Um, Dr. Barry, what do you think of it? I liked it. You like enjoy it? Yeah. But once again, as always, I keep on saying this. Any movie that's not a comic book movie, I am going to give it that extra extra point straight off the bat. Just because you think it's like you're not based on it's an original premise. Yeah. Yeah. And, and because it's not yeah. and you're not it's not shoved down your throat. Yeah. So Well the director of this film and that's an interview with me said he basically made this independently, not in the studio system because it says a studio and they said, Oh the lead the lead actors will be a sixty five year old woman, they're gonna go, No, we want Yeah, yeah. We want no, Emma Stone Robbie. to lead role, we want somebody hot to lead and he's like, No, that's not what makes this lead idea for film, so that's it isn't very much it's not quite independent, but it is definitely not in the studio system as much. Yeah, yeah. And it, it shows. Yeah. It doesn't hinder it one iota. No? Yeah. I agree, um it is more a thrill than an action film. Yeah, it's, it's not it's very cocky. I didn't see the trailer, I literally just went in oh, okay. once again because Mission Impossible wasn't out this week at the start of the week. Okay. So I have seen an action film. So it is, the trailer does missell this film. The trailer basically has all the action in the trailer and very much the action comes the last 15 minutes. Yep. yep. There's a wee bit, of, wee bit of start and then... It's very short as well. It's around 40, I think, roughly. Yeah. I meant like the action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are very like, condensed. Condensed, yeah. yeah. And it's like the main action stuff you see in the trailer, that's the last 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Everyone else is like, it's very, it's guys talking around with a lot of like, sort of like people trying to find Know, what, what find out what people know, try to like manoeuvre themselves in a position where they can be in a better position to like, sort of, really take somebody on. But it's not the action film you'd be expecting from it. It's very much, it's almost, it's kind of a character that leads like maybe five people, you know, yeah. of who they are. You know, mainly focusing on Jodie Foster, who she is and why she's in this situation. Why is she working in this shithole hotel, working, fixing up gangsters? What he's brought to this point, what is point in life? And that's not the main crux, not the actual action part of the story. Yeah. Um, I think it did mostly enjoyable but even with his hour and 40 it is it does drag it a wee bit yeah, it it, there's a few moments you go like you could really just piece this on all of it especially in the cat early stages of the movie it does need just the cat right? a wee kickstart I just yeah. get going guys come on yeah I agree it's, just, it's not it's you get a wee bit it gets a bit quagmire to try to tell too much of a story yep and I'm, I'm all for telling a good story but Maybe need to maybe wait, maybe a wee action be in there somewhere just to sort of break it up and maybe make it a bit more engaging. Yeah. Um, it also times to the problem of what some of are trying to do when they're trying when they're, when they're trying to be Tarantino was they're trying to be too smart for their own good. It's like you're maybe not as clever as you think they are. They're trying like, to yeah. drain it down a little bit. I mean, maybe make rather than four plot strands. You think they're two? Yeah. And we'll go with that. But on the positive side, I thought. There's big chunks that are really funny, mm. it's really smart, and the action when it does happen is really good. Yeah, it's really, it's, it's pretty high paced, pretty fun. The only problem you've got off it a little bit the action is we're so now spoiled with stuff like the raid and John Wick and things like that. You can go when you do see something maybe a stunt double or it's not 
is for the week and you notice it more now you ever yeah. did. Yeah, and that's because we've been too small with what we've seen. One hundred percent. There's a couple of jarring moments in uh, this movie. Aye. Aye. But Jodie Foster very good in it because they see her back on the big screen. Yep. Selinke Brown also very good in it. Jeff Goldblum doesn't have much in the film. He's like he's maybe in it for like ten minutes at total. Yeah, 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 but still he's Jeff Goldblum. He brings something to it. Always. Always. Um, Jenny Slate, I really like. She plays the the girl of the rescue. Yeah, yeah. She's a kind of spooky voice. I like her. She's a really good actress. She doesn't get enough work. I think she almost suffers from the same thing that Joey Lord Adams suffered from. Like the voice put people off her. Yeah. But she's a really good actress. Um, Sophie Batella is like what you said. She is. She's got a certain level of charm to her, mm. but she is just. She's not like in. Oh yeah, Generic. just she'll drift away. Aye, it's almost like she's there purely because she looks good in a red dress with a big slit on the legs. She got long legs. Uh, once she maybe loses the look, once the looks maybe wane in Hollywood's eyes, yeah. she'll lose work at that point. You know, they, they, they almost catch up, and it's a shame that that's what they are catching for. I think. Um, right. Uh, but Batista I found was quite funny. He had some good he gives, funny he lines. He, I don't think he's a good actor though. No, no. He's a, he's not the worst, but he's also not the best. No. Ex-wrestler stroke actor now. No. Um, very, very casually, yeah. as in, I turned up for Wrestlemania, because what, what happens is, Super Bowl is always one month before Wrestlemania, so when the Super Bowl happens, I go, right, I need to start tuning into the wrestling scene, <laughs> and then I go, what's even going on? Wrestlemania happens, and I'm like, well, that was eight hours of my life. Yeah, and then he was watching for 11 months. Yeah. yeah. I researched this on the way home, Batista and Rock have battled, and if so, he, how much yeah. is in the Rock? He, he, he worked perfectly in this role, because he was playing the muscle of this hotel. Yeah. And the Everest is called. Yeah, yeah. The Everest is called, yeah. And it is funny because when he first appears, he's also like a good bit taller than Jody anyway. Yeah. But it's just the way they shot it. I was like, like, yep, he's Everest. Yeah. Um, who did like in it? The um, surprise was Charlie Day. She's normally the, the, the comic release. A lot of stuff, and this he's playing quite a, quite an asshole. Yeah. A proper like sort of straight role of being a pretty much of a dick all the way through. And it's like, oh, you, that's different for you. And I actually quite enjoyed him in it. Um, but no, it's, I think it's a fun. Well done film. I'm slightly pissed off that the trailer missold it. Yeah. That annoyed me a little bit. But everything I still really enjoyed for most of the film all the way through. Um, I would give it 7 out of 10. I'm going the same as well. 7 out of 10, yeah. Really good solid film. I don't think it deserves anything more than that. No. It's not in the upper end, it's not like Dread good. Yeah. Or John Wick good. Yeah. But it's certainly not a bad film. It's a really good solid film. And, and also I think we should support these films that are sort of the mid-level action movie. Absolutely. As they don't make anymore. You know, they make the big budget one, they make the one for like a hundred quid. They don't make this like, you know, eight or nine million one, which we I love it. I can't believe they're great fun movies and I like I want to see more of them. Like a like a dread. Like a dread is that level, it's that sort of really single location but you know works really well. So yeah, yeah. I like that film. Um, so okay. next film is again I can be Barry on this one, um, which is a Netflix original. Yes. Called How It Ends. Yes. Directed by a guy called David Rosenthal, who directed a film called The Perfect Guy, which was not a good sort of like erotic thriller almost. Um, <laughs> um, and a film called Tragic Shot, I think it was called. Um, the plot of this film is that there's been an incident on the west coast of America, of which we don't know what it is, but something apocalyptic of nature has happened. At that point, 
husband and the father-in-law of a girl who is on the on the west coast are making her way across country to try and rescue. She was happy and figure out what the hell was going on. And you've got Forrest Whitaker playing the, the dad of the girl, the father-in-law of Theo James, yep. who is in Divergent and also warn everyone. He played the British yeah. guy, yep, him. Um, you've got Grace, a girl called Grace Dove, who I thought I quite liked in it, and a woman called Kerry Beach, who's also in as well, who's in a TV show, who's quite famous, or, or, or well known for TV shows. Um, Barry, what do you think of it? Uh, oh, it's not a good uh, noise. Uh, the only way I can describe this to you, Colin, is someone's came along with a shovel and picked up all the bits that fell on the floor from other more successful apocalyptic movies and, and they've stuck it with oh, it. Oh, this is a harsh, oh. harsh review of it. I'm trying not to spoil, but the end bit really fucked me off. The ending awful. is truly awful. How? Really, it's not just really. Uh, poor poor I, resolution. I'm going to get to this. It starts off... And the way everything's happened, you're like, oh, it's like an EMP or something. It's something. Yeah. I like the kind of idea of like not knowing. Yeah. You, you don't know. No one knows what it is. Yes. I like that idea. So it kind of betrays this idea the whole entire way through the movie. Then right at the very end, it pretty much leads you to believe like Yellowstone is blown up. I don't think it does. I got that vibe. I think I didn't get that vibe from it at all. No. I still feel very much like you're unknown, yeah. and that's what pissed me off about it. I felt it felt to me like an extended pilot of a TV show. Yeah. You feel this is where it ends in a TV pilot, and then the rest of the season, the next twenty episodes, will be like the journey or continuing on of what this story would be. But because it is a film and it ends, you go like, well, I'm, I'm, what's going on here? And it was just a lot of kind of very cliche moments that are like in apocalyptic movies but they just weren't like you could almost see the stitching and this, this is what it felt like to me and the, and the ending it's a very kind of cliche ending where they're like you know they, you see the big disaster happening behind them and they're going to little jeep and they're not outrunning it and then they feel look at each other and they say oh, I love you oh, I love you that total bit where you know they're going to die no just keep on out driving that's cloud and you're like no that cloud was catching you motherfuckers I can, I can swear <laughs> now the kids are with oh, yeah. I'm like you were not out driving that cloud and then they say that and then this is the most I'll oh, actually buy the end. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's because it, it was. It's you know, Barry's like, a fan of apocalyptic films. Yeah. He likes them. It's it's a new film, so it got bumped right up in my Netflix, and I seen it for a couple of days, and I was like, I read the synopsis, and I was like, ah, oh, you know what? I'll sure. Yeah, this is good. Right, I'm diving in, and then just uh, just it was a, <laughs> it was a, it was one of those Netflix movies where they gave it. But you can see where they've gave it some budget, but they haven't gave it enough budget yet. to make it something that could be. Would have made a better film, a bigger budget, or just a bigger budget to show you? It's tough. Uh, because a lot of it is just it's kind of short between uh, the old man and uh, the son in law. Son in law. And it's really just them getting across country. So I don't think a bigger budget would have helped this movie. It's, it's, Structure and plot is an issue with it, yeah. Um, I'm, I kind of see what Ed and Barry said about that. I think I'm slightly more on it than he was, because I like Floyd Whitaker. I do love Floyd. And he's doing a little bit ghost doggy in this. Can he see the movie can't, No, he can't save this one. He is pretty badass in this, but he's... There's a general... The, the problem with the plot itself, it just doesn't really seem to jive for most of the movie. Um, 
enjoyed the part of not knowing and kind of that made it interesting well, like, what is okay, you don't know what happened and just ended it I don't know what happened I'm kind of okay with not knowing what happened when they got to the city that was kind of cool see when you seen the city yeah. and it was all covered in dust and all that and you seen a lot of the buildings were dismantled yeah. and you were like man no one's surviving this but it's just like I said it's, the ending is, is very much sort of like a pilot of a TV show yeah. that is not came to fruition and I put it out just going right, I stick it as a movie all the time it's just I've seen that scene being played out in other movies and that's essentially where the, the lead character die because of the way it's been all set up you know but this they just outdrive a cloud that was quite clearly catching them <laughs> and he's like oh shit there's an you exit you can annoy the cloud annoy Barry yeah. <laughs> it, no but it, like they're driving along the road and you see it and it is it's consuming them and then that's when they do the wee thing and I'm like oh it's ending here are you wanting a Thomas Jane in this kind of ending Aye. but you know what it Aye. goes wrong and that's it yeah. 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 you're going to be a better ending just absolutely 100% but now you see them driving off into the sunset you're like which again sometimes it's not necessarily mean they're going to live because the world is going falling apart at that point so you're not going to say you're going to live but there is I think it was just the dialogue at that moment that's what's it was me, up for yeah. like. it's also quite slow at times I mean, so it meanders yeah. and you're going like oh this seems like, you're, like you're, you're, not only did it meander it retread the same thing a couple of times you know like, it just felt like going, you've already done this scene but like 20 minutes ago it was like why are you doing this scene again it just seems like it, you know, like, there's no point to it I don't learn it I don't learn anything new about him I don't learn anything new about anybody else in the world so it just seems a bit lazy um, I think some of the best scenes well, with that uh, girl, young girl, girl. Yeah, Grace Jones. Yeah. No, Grace Dove. Grace Dove, not Grace Jones. Grace Dove. Yeah, she's a singer. Yeah, she's a singer. Yeah. Um, I thought she was excellent. I really yeah. liked her as an actress. I don't know. She's not been in much since. Straightly, she was only in it for a small amount. Maybe Twenty minutes. Yeah. I think. Everything. Yeah, but she was very. She was excellent. At, uh, See the dialogue she got and the way she delivered that fucking. Yeah. yeah. That, she shows how you can elevate. Yeah. Maybe Abby dialogue into something more. Yeah. Whitaker has got the slow voice, the soft voice. You go like, you're just badass. Theo yeah. James is an exceptionally handsome man. Maybe an alright actor, but he's probably like the dialogue definitely didn't favour him. He, seemed, he was very much a straight man, literally have much to do. He felt most of the time he was sort of like just sort of a guy that kicked around yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so and, and, it, and it showed because the father in law pretty much took control of him. He just kicked the shit out all the time, yeah. Um, so yeah, so it, like, it's an excellent visual. It does feel very much also like a straight to DVD movie. Absolutely. I feel like an actor built Netflix is pitching a lot of the time these, like these straight DVD movies, something will maybe every now and again you got a wee gem in there, but yeah. most of the time they're bit average. Yeah. That, that's obviously the business model. Yeah. It's like, you know, buying yeah. some money left, right and centre and the available bit out of the tub there's gonna be a wee gem in there. Exactly. Because well, if you watch ten Netflix on one stitch you've got the five worth. Exactly, yeah, that's what they're looking at, yeah. Out of ten man, would you give it? Five. Yeah, I'm, I'm not much better. Six out of ten. I'm surprised you're five. Uh, yeah, I think maybe yeah. I think you you okay. throw out a three and a four very easily. I go through a four if I'm really not and I'm just really dull and just someone, really dislike it. Someone has to be shockingly bad for me to be below five. Yeah. Five is pretty much where you gotta start. Because yeah. I do try and give like, Every a chance. Yeah. I'm with you, yeah. Jamie, I really do try and give things the benefit of the doubt. It's just you know a lot of people work really hard on it, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as long as it's an abject failure, you can go, I need to give this below, below five. I'm with you. That scene when people are robbing them in the fire, that was actually... That was a cracking good scene, yeah. That really well done. That was a really well done So it has, scene. there is moments like, in it that you go, that's interesting, that's really well done. a lot of it feels like they've found ideas lying on the, uh, on the floor yeah. of other bigger yeah. like things. Yeah. Like, things the road cut out, they've nicked. Yeah. yeah. Almost. Yeah. So it's by five, I'm six. 
Yeah, very middle of the road, not not worth. Don't go your way to watch. If you're looking, uh, if you're if you're scamming Netflix or whatever so much and you don't know what to watch and you see it, stick it on. Stick it on, yeah. Not a bad film. Not not an awful film. Um, on to the final film this week. Final film. I mean, Corn, this one you've seen, yes? Yes. The uh, film that almost destroyed Justice League. <laughs> yes, it is, because the moustache nearly yeah, killed Justice League. Um, so it's Mission Impossible Fallout. Which is Mission Impossible 6, I want to say, yeah. Directed by Chris McQuarrie, yeah. who is the first guy to do two. That's right, he's done uh, the one, most recent one, the first protocol or something it's called? Yeah. No, Rogue, Rogue Nation. Rogue Nation. Rogue Nation. Yeah. He also did Jack Reacher. Yeah. He's also an Oscar winner as well. Oh. Oh, you don't know who he's Oscar for? What? Yes, Gimpy Leg. Yes, he was a, co- he was a screenwriter. Oh, yeah, so you won that one. Um, so the plot, is, well, the plot of the film is basically that um, Ethan Hunt is cannot give it away all the way. Ethan Hunt is basically back on mission. There is someone from the previous film who they have to break out of prison in order to stop a nuclear bomb going off. Which he allowed to get away in the first place. Yes, yes. 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 Um, he's essentially tidying up his own mistake. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Uh, yes. A big yeah. chunk of it, yes. Yeah. Um, starring everyone's favourite, Thomas Cruise Mapathot IV. Tom? Wow. Yeah, also known as Tomahawk Cruise Missile. First <laughs> <laughs> um, time. Kind of crazy, someone's put that up and I'm like, that's a fucking great. I've got this hurts me. Page to say, he's starting to age. Aye. We'll get to in a minute. But that's okay, like is it? Snow. That's okay as long as you don't go down the plastic route and start trying to cling onto the dream. Anyway. Age gracefully. Also in it is Henry Cavill. The moustache. Mustachioed man playing a man <laughs> called Walker, who's not Mr. called Walker. Texas Ranger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which I won't make a joke of it. Uh, you also got Sean Harris with a very soft voice. He's fucking creepy, isn't he? He doesn't do a lot, but he's terrified. You get Rebecca Ferguson in it as well. She's been nothing I like her a lot, she's awesome, yeah. Simon Pegg is in it for a good chunk as well. His ones are getting bigger. He's going to write one Yeah, I think that's a good shout. He could do one, yeah. He's going to that's what they were, that's what they've been trying to do in the last movie, Ghost Recon or Protocol. Yep. And that's what they are pushing the minor characters for. Definitely, you could bring Rings in this a lot more as well. Bing Rames also turns up in as well, get more to do, and also Alec Baldwin, and and Michelle Monaghan. Michelle Monaghan, she's a lovely girl. I like her a lot as well. Um, So, also the lady from Suicide Squad, I can never remember her name. Oh, the blondie? No. Angela Bassett. Yeah, Angela Bassett. Not Suicide Squad, no. Yeah, she's Suicide Squad, yeah. She's a a companion in Suicide Squad, yeah. Um, Colm, what do you think of it? Um, do, you, do you know what I might say? It's such a simple plot, right? Yeah. Because you opening five minutes sets the plot, yeah. and then you kill a thread. You kill another thread, and you just keep all this scene ready, and you're like, what was the plot again? It could have done maybe about maybe 30% less plot. Like, you just get so sucked into subplots. Yeah, you're like, I'm kind of lost. Why are yeah. you doing this? Why are you here now? Mm-hmm. Like, but it's fun all the time. Yeah, it does rely a little bit too much on the previous film. Yeah, a lot which of, the yeah. other ones have always pretty much standalone. Yeah, this does have a lot of threads from the, from the last movie. Well, that's what uh, Simon was saying as well. Going forward, they're not going to be numbered anymore. They're always going to have a name. Yeah, yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. it's also like the rebuff. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Every time you need to get like, I would say at most a three or four minute lull, and then it you're back into something. So it never can. Yeah, it goes still long enough for you to well too much in the yeah, it moves it, it means two hours, two, over two hours long, two and a half hours, two 
before it moves, it's such crazy. Yeah. You don't know it's a two and a half hour. Yeah, it's just that's a long ass All the horses play on the But it's rapid, it's, it's constantly moving, you're constantly keeping attention yeah. to it. Yeah. That's good. That, that's also the perfect balance. A long movement, but pacing. Yeah, you should never let it go like, what, what, we do? oh, what, what are we doing here? Why are we stopping? It's like, oh, no, no, keep moving, keep the thing moving, keep it moving. But yeah, I think, as you see, the pot is, you could write a poetry stamp, but then you start going at it and it just goes and you're like, there's an essay. Yeah, yeah. I'm having so much fun not understanding that I don't give a fuck about it. Yeah. Really, do you know what I mean? So, yeah. Like I said, cut 5% the pot out to make it up. Maybe have, again, like we talked about with um, Artemis. Yeah. Maybe take away two strands, yeah. go with two, maybe a better film. I enjoy Cruiser, and I'm going to say to you, Cruiser does look alright, that's the point of the film. It's, it's sort of like, things, yeah. it's a middle-aged man's film. It's a guy trying to struggle a bit with his idea of like, I'm no longer the the top dog. Yeah, yeah. There's a whole generation up behind me now who are trying to kick my ass. Like, that's what Cavill's trying to do, because he's like the guy who's better than him. Yeah. And he's like going, shit. And he's like, he tries to come to tell the fact, like, I'm not as good as I used to be, but I can still fucking hold my own if I, I want to. Yeah. And I want to still be, I want to still be um, in some way relevant in this world that I, that I, that I forged. For so long, I, I kind of got that because we're all reaching the point of like not quite middle age, but we're all getting to that point. Like, what there's kids now who are going like, "What? You're, you're an old man?" And I'm like, "I'm not an old man. I'm only fucking thirty odd." Yeah, I'm still wearing shorts. Yeah, I'm still wearing shorts. I'm wearing back those hats. I've got gigs and stuff, you know. Here's a question: I've still got a skateboard. Yeah. You have to see Bashemi and grown ups now. It's like, hey, young kids. It's like <laughs> Tom Cruise does action right very well. He runs very well. He does run very well. Who runs the best? Tom Cruise or Mel Gibson? Tom Cruise. Oh, I'm going to go Gibson to lethal weapon. Lethal oh, any crime, yeah, because Tom Cruise ran more miles, I think. No, but I mean, on camera, who looks the best? Mel would be, maybe Mel looks better on it. How much of the stunt with the, with the helicopter you think was real? Mm. 100%. All of it? Yeah. That looks fucking terrifying. Simon and, uh-huh. Simon and the lady that uh-huh. were in it, which I don't know how to say. They were sat and watching him do the stunt where he's, he runs to the helicopter oh. and grabs onto the rope. And they thought the whole stunt was just him scrambling up. Oh. And see when they see him falling, oh. they genuinely shattered. <laughs> I mean, it's like. The ones in the pre- other films get more of a press, like the woman he's on the side of the plane and the one on the side of the building, that would be more press. This looks utterly mental. This is the one he broke his ankle, isn't it? Ah, he broke his ankle doing the stupidest thing, didn't he? But you see, he jumped onto a building, but you see it. You see the one? And you see him grimacing one. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's 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 really? Yeah. And he's just kidding. He only got his uh, helicopter license for this movie. It is. And he would get his uh, flying hours by uh, his instructor would take him to places that he was going and right. he would fly himself to places just to get hours. Like, wow. Uh-huh. Because there is stuff in this film and he's like, it, is, it looks utterly mental. Yeah, yeah. Some of the stunts are just like... Yeah. Do you, I don't know how much is real and how much is like sort of blue yeah. screen, but I think it's real. Like they trained him like when the helicopter goes into like, like the spin and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. They trained him on that. So okay, all, all of it is real. And I think that's, that's the point we came up last week about skyscraper. When you see the rock hang on the side of the building, it looks like the rock's on a blue screen or on a set, and it's just like you can tell, you can see the, the like the line behind him, like it's up behind him. It looks, it looks fake. It doesn't look. I mean, I'm also going like, is that fake? Because it can't be real. When I go like, that looks so real. The only reason he doesn't do all the stunts is because he's not allowed to. Basically, should have said you can't do it. Yeah. If he could, I'm pretty sure he would. You'd be I've jumped off the building. Oh. Because part of the halo jump they're doing this as well is also real. The only thing that's not real is Henry Cavill is not real in it. He, he was a stunt double because if the, the shoes would let Tom Cruise do it because he's the producer of the film. Yeah. He wouldn't let Cavill do it. 
so he's doing the thing, probably is doing the halo jump as well. Which is, uh, it also looks utterly mental as well. <laughs> you know? He's not serious. Yeah. He doesn't need to do this. No, he doesn't. He, does. he does. And it, it adds a real sense of like, like this is totally crazy. It also makes him special. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're not watching a stunt double do it. Yeah. You're not looking for the cut going, right, that's stunt double, that's stunt yeah. double, there's a real guy. Anything the close up is him, anything far away is not him. You go, no, it's all him. It's yeah, like, totally like, like, it's reactions to things. A wee bit of banter between them. Yeah, the, yeah. the bit when the, um, the tunnel at the start, and a wee bit of banter between yeah. them. That was really funny. Yeah, it's really well done. Uh-huh. It's getting funny. And like I said, when you talk about that, like the idea of like um, Peg doing one, that would be in Peg Doolhouse, I think. Yeah. Something doing something like that. Um, but no, I genuinely really enjoyed it. Yeah. It actually seems a shit ton of fun. A lot of the twists are pretty telegraphed. Yeah. Like you know who you know who's gonna turn, you know who the bad guy is, you're gonna go like oh, I can yeah, yeah. Um bit too many strands, like I said. Um Cruz is a basic he's a Hollywood super he is. Is he the last great Hollywood superstar? Actually superstar, sorry. Johnson, yeah. I don't think he got the same repertoire as, 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 as Tom. Well, yeah, but Tom didn't always have that repertoire. I mean, I Tom Cruise had to become Tom Cruise. I mean, well, is it? Is he the last genuine like male, male superstar? I mean, maybe Hanks, maybe maybe one as well. And Denzel maybe as well. Even to a slightly lesser extent, even maybe Johnny Depp. Maybe maybe not now, but maybe ten years ago, yeah, but. Is Cruz the last guy you can go, you can bank on opening a film? Absolutely. I'd say so. No, I think The Rock's not. The Rock's not going to be what's bombed. And had a few turkeys. I know. Not recently. I think it. We discussed Cruz at length really earlier on, and he's, he's never really had a failure. The Rock, unfortunately, is overexposed him now. Uh, it's like, like, fair play to him, man. He is banking those movies like left, right, centre, but it's starting to get to the point where like, you're almost getting a bit sick and tired of seeing him. Yeah. How dare you? I know you've got the life size poster next to the life size share poster. What about tonight, guys? That, I mean, just. It's been a very concentrated exposure yeah. to Dwayne as an actor in recent years. You know, it's been like boom, 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 boom. I think Crew is insanely watchable. Yeah, it's good. And this franchise, you know Cruise. Yeah. yeah. And this franchise, particularly, I think it's a really good franchise. Yeah. Not a bad one. Yeah. It's a franchise that I genuinely need to go back and actually watch. I really can be like, I don't like two as much as you do. But I love two. Two's like, I, I, the weakest link, but it's an alright film. Yeah. But the rest of them, I think they're all. And also, really, the guys who are right, like you get the first one, De Palma, like, you guys know, one of the best. You've got Wood right in the second one. You've then got Brad Bird. No, no, you've got Abrams. Then you've got Brad Bird. Then you've got Chris McQuarrie and Nunes. So it's a really, it's a really good sort of direction. The modern day equivalent of the old James Bond films. Yeah, I think James Bond itself. But I feel it's better than Bond. Yeah. I feel it's better than the Bond identity films. I feel like, like overall, if I was to sit there and watch, say, there's five Bonds. No, not five Bonds. Five Bonds, if you count, count the Bond legacy one. Yeah. The one about Bond. Right. If you can watch the five of them or the six missions in a row. On a day, what would you pick? I think mission as well. Or pick whichever else. Yeah. That's just genuinely a franchise. Even over like, watch. 
Mission over Die Hard uh, franchise. Mission. Yeah, because Die Hard could Die Hard 1 and Die Hard 3. Like, yeah, that's Die Hard Vengeance. It's yeah. solid, yeah. Die Hard 2 is a bit warpy. Yeah, yeah, 3 is good, but then Vengeance, not Vengeance, um, 4 and 5 are awful. Yeah, but whereas Mission has been. People went and seen as well, it seems awful. No shit, this one's the only one who can beat it. Little Weapon 1 and 4 is consistently brilliant. Little Weapon 4 is a bit shit. I love Little Weapon 4. I love 4. 4 are great, I really enjoy 4. Yeah. Anyway, that's a good one all day. Guilty pleasure for you. Yeah, that's definitely got a pleasure for me. <laughs> that's, um, a, that's a special podcast right there. Yeah, with the, the lethal weapon discussion. <laughs> so, that's all that's all action scenes. Yeah. I think we want to go back and we'll do that at some point. Um, out of 10, Colin? 8 out of 10. 7.5. Yeah, very solid. Lots of shit ton of fun. What I would say is I watched it in 3D. Didn't add anything? Nothing at all. No. But there's a character who's got a really great death scene in this. The final death in the film was a good one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good one. I really enjoyed it immensely. Um, seven and a half. I think it's, a, it's one of the ASN. It's a fun watch. It's not the smartest Mission Impossible film, but it moves at such a pace you don't even know. It's, it's fucking moving. It doesn't let up at all. No. Just go. Go. Yeah. Constantly, yeah. So I've really enjoyed it. Um, next week, there is literally very little out. There's nothing out. You've got Hotel Transylvania 3. And the tumbleweed just yes, rose. To be honest, ironically, that might be the one that we actually don't see. I'm Stacey, well, Stacey reassured me that I've seen the second one, uh-huh. and I know I've seen the first one. Right. So, yeah. You know what they're going to see this movie? You're fun going to movie here, and it's, it's fucking Adam Sandler. Sandler, true, yeah, yes. Um, you've got Ant Man the Wasp, but that's out on Wednesday midnight, so we probably won't talk about that one next week. It's not out until the week after properly. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. So it's Hotel Transylvania 3 next week, alongside probably a shit on Netflix. Yes. Netflix and Amazon will be ramming through. Yeah. The Corn, tell me what you find us now. You can find us at all the usual places, Barry, which are? Barry Fields in a movie on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Yep. Um, Barry, who's got the Instagram account now? Myself. Who's doing nothing with it, Barry? Myself. Why? Your mission, should you choose to accept it, Barry? Is to use Instagram account. Is to date your first official previous Instagram post. It will be sorted this for This message will be sorted in five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is done. Yes. Yeah. Um, I've been Tom Cash. You've been Richard. You've been Ali. And you've been... Three beers and a movie.